Matthew chapter 18 and I found this title quite suitable for today counterculture in most cases we are trying to comply with the culture that we are living in but 
the message that Jesus brought to the church, he was saying, I am here to set up new standards. If you are still looking to go back or to match with the culture that you are living in, then you can be a real follower to me. So he told them in the mountain, in the sermon, he told them, you heard, but I tell you. You heard that eye for eye, tooth for tooth, but I am telling you, love your enemies. It doesn't make sense when we hear it, but here is what he is trying to convince every one of us. We are here to counter the world, to counter the culture, not to comply with what we want. So the reading today, the first reading we heard was a Pauline epistle from Galatians chapter 1. We are always looking for another gospel. We are always looking for a gospel that suits my needs or able to satisfy my own personal need. So I can omit some verses or some commandments, or I can add something from my own mind to make it pleasing to myself. But hear what St. Paul was telling them. Those Galatians received a message from St. Paul, but now someone else, some Jews came from Jerusalem to distort their face. He was telling them, but even if we, Paul himself, or any of the disciples, or an angel from heaven preached any other gospel to you than what we preach, what we have preached to you, let him be cursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. The beginning of the reading today is telling us to be a counterculture or to be a real follower of Christ as he mentioned in Galatians chapter 5 verse 24. Those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passion and lust. It means you are fulfilling the fullness of the law by the grace of God. We can't make it but he is able to, to, give, to give me the power to make it through the Holy Spirit. So the first thing to counter this culture to counter the world is to believe in one gospel, the fullness of the message of Christ without any omission, without any addition. As mentioned in Deuteronomy chapter 4, he was giving a great warning. You can't add anything and you can't omit anything. Then, the book of Acts today was telling us it's time to know what are you doing. You heard the full message. Are you going to compromise with it? To comply with the culture? The apostles were in prison. And this is what happened. In chapter 5 in the book of Acts, verse 19 and 20, But at night an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, Go, stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. All the words of of this life. Again, not to comply with the high priest orders or the Roman Empire orders, but go stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. Again, once we try to compromise or to comply with the world, we personally lose the power. We personally lose the vision and we find ourselves nowhere. Still we are churchgoers, but we are not the people of God anymore. Secondly, to counter the culture, he's telling us in Jude, it's either you have the spirit or you have something else. And there is something in nothing in between. He says in verse 18 and 19, how they told you that there would be mockers in the last time, 
who would walk according to their own ungodly lust. What does it mean? We have their own gospel. It's not one gospel anymore. We have another gospel, as St. Paul said. And we are not going to proclaim the whole or all words of life. We are mixing their own words with the truth of God, which make it distorted again. These are sensual persons who cause divisions, not having the spirit. Can you say that I'm having, I'm making a division, but I have the spirit? It's a lie. He's telling us here, these are sinful persons who cause divisions, not having the spirit. Again, if you would like to be with the culture, everyone has the right to do whatever he wants. And we can easily say we are living in a democratic country, yes. But still division says that you don't have the spirit. Because it's the spirit of unity and bond to have the one body of Christ. This is what we used to say, and we'll hear it today again in the liturgy. Make us worthy, our Master, to partake of your holies under the purification of our souls, bodies, and spirits. Why? That we might be, we become one body and one spirit. But I am choosing division. He's telling me you are out of this body. Even if you have communion every day, still you choose to be not in the spirit and you are not in this body. That we may become one body and one spirit. Tab, if I will lose being in one body and one spirit, does it make too much harm for me? Yes. And may have a share and inheritance with all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning. I will lose my inheritance. And it is as simple as such. That's why the deception is very easy. I choose for myself, fine. But what you have chosen is either you are making you one in spirit, body, with the whole body of Christ, and then you, are, you have a share and inheritance of all the sins, or you missed it. Why? Because you choose to do something for yourself. Thirdly, the Gospel today was telling us to be, to be able to understand how to counter culture, or to be a real son or daughter of God, in Matthew today from verse 1 to 3. <clears throat> we believe in our culture or any culture <clears throat> that the greatest or the oldest or the more intelligent is the best. But the Lord is telling us it's, the equation is totally different in His kingdom. At that time the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who then is greatest? Is it me or you or who else? in the kingdom of heaven. Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, the words of Christ are very clear. Either to be a child, we are not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. There is nothing in between. <clears throat> so he is trying to tell us again, because there is one gospel, there is no way to enter my kingdom unless you come back and you are converted into a child. Which means you believe the word, you are not compromising with the word, you have a, a heart of a child. Since Paul was telling us, be children in evil things, but be wise in your actions. So again, it's a calling to revert back from my greatness to to choose to be a little child. Again, it's against all odds, against all what we can hear in our culture. And fourthly, 
<coughs> he continued in verse 6, Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a milestone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. To cause or to stumble someone to sin equals this. It's a choice. If you choose to take your rights, we'll hear it now in the next verse. Everyone sometimes coming to take his rights. Someone said some words about him, or someone did something to him. I'm here to take my own rights. Where is the forgiveness? It is not in my vocabulary anymore. I'm not a weak believer, yes. But your greatness is to be a child, to be able to forgive, to be able to deliver the message of Christ in its fullness to everyone. St. John Saba says, The courageous believer is confronted by all the creation. Everyone around me can confront me, fighting him with noise and clouds. He would not be overcome. If he chooses the one gospel, if he choose to be counter culture or counter the world. But if he used to be or if he choose to be in the mainstream, he will be like the world and no one can make a difference between him and the world. Verse seven the Lord said, Woe to the world because of offences, for offences must come, but woe to that man by whom the offence comes. Again, are you a creative person of offences and stumbling blocks? feeling that you are the one who is defending the truth. It was very easy for St. John the Baptist to go with the mainstream to say, it, it's not my business, let him marry whoever he wants. But it, he said, it is wrong. But now, sadly, everyone feels that he is St. John the Baptist, saying for everything wrong, despite he doesn't know the word of God, despite he is not belonging to Christ, he is not one in the one body of Christ. And then in verse 8 he followed. If you, your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off. And he's telling us nothing to be compared with eternity. Are you choosing today eternity above everything else? Or still my own desires, my own friendships, my own relations, my own ego, my own self are overcoming everything else. The Lord is telling us it's time to reassess your life. Is eternity above all or anything else and then my eternity it will come later in my life. Saint Ignatius of Antioch is encouraging us if you believe in this one gospel, if you are choosing eternity to be first of all, then you can't make it by yourself. It is through the unity with the body and the blood of Christ. Through the reality of what we are going to experience in the end of the liturgy. I have no taste for corruptible food, nor for the pleasure of this life. Why are you a hero by yourself? No. It is not my own strength, it is his own strength. I desire the bread of God, which is the flesh of Jesus Christ, who was of the seed of David. And for drink, I desire his blood, which is love incorruptible. We want to go all of us this morning from the liturgy with love incorruptible by uniting ourselves with the source of incorruptible love, our Lord Jesus Christ. May the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever. Amen.